teacher life. We are surrounded by the idea that it's the tired life, the no time for me life, the life we chose. We're supposed to love it and live it and breathe it, all while still actually living the rest of our lives. We should put ourselves last, be the first one in the building and the last one to leave. Can you say teacher of the year? Although teaching is the career we chose, the idea that it should be our whole life is something I'm super passionate about. I'm putting a stop to the idea that being a teacher who is supposed to give and give and never take is what being a teacher is all about. The idea that teaching is a career with no boundaries and no balance has to stop. I'm on a mission to help you lessen the teacher stress, overwhelm, and the guilt that weighs on you. I want you to not only be the best teacher you can, but the best you that you can, because you deserve it. Join me in conversations about self-care, simplicity, and all things avoiding overwhelm that will lead to a life filled with more joy, time, and energy. I'm Marissa Rader, and this is The Teacher Haven. Welcome to the second episode of The Teacher Haven. I am seriously so excited that you're here. Today, I want to dive right in and talk about something pretty deep with you. One of the first things I like to talk about with teachers is who they are outside of teaching. I usually get answers along the lines, well, I'm a mom, a wife, and it usually ends in a look of confusion. As teachers, it's so ingrained in us that we are teachers, it becomes part of our identity. It's not just what we do or our job, it becomes who we are, along with the other roles that we fill. I get that same look of confusion when I ask them what they like to do for fun. Um, grade papers? Write lesson plans? If you have that look on your face right now, that's okay because it's been almost three years and I'm finally confident that I actually know what my hobbies are versus the things that I felt like I had to do or should do because other people told me to. On today's episode, we're going to dive into who you are, not the roles that you fill, Did you realize that there's actually a difference between the two? We are also going to be talking about what to do if you've lost your way and need some help rediscovering you and what things you enjoy doing just for you. All right, so the first actionable step that I want you to take is to define your roles. Why? Because they are just that, your roles, not who you are. There's a big difference. So think about all of the roles that you play in life. You're a teacher, you're a mom, you're a spouse, a son or a daughter, you're a coworker, a friend. There are so many roles that we play that we often get them confused with who we actually are. So now that you've defined who you are within those roles, I want you to define yourself without referring to that list that you just made. Is that easier or harder? For me, it's always a lot harder, mainly because we don't necessarily like to think about who we are as a person. We are so used to putting everyone else's needs and wants before our own that we have conditioned ourselves to think that who we are and what we want isn't important. The longer we hold this belief, the farther it slips from our grasps, and before we know it, we don't know hardly anything about ourselves, let alone what we like to do for enjoyment. 
I recently had my friend Megan Semrel do a training for the members of the Teacher Haven, and she reminded them that if they have to really think about what they enjoy, then they probably have too much on their plate, which leads to a discussion on time management, which is definitely a topic for another day. But what I want you to get out of listening to today's episode is that if you don't know who you are without using your roles to describe yourself, or you don't remember what you enjoy or you aren't sure anymore because it's been so long that your interests have changed since then, it's time to get to know yourself, the deep down you, the one that you put off acknowledging because you're too busy taking care of everyone and everything else. When I was putting in the work and rediscovering who I was, now that I was a mom, a wife, and a teacher, the first step I had to take was acknowledging that I needed to be whole without all of those other things in my life. Not because I didn't want those things or to be those things, but because until I was whole on my own, there was no way I could be the best inside of those roles. In order to do that, I had to know exactly who I was, what I enjoyed, and change my mindset to allow me to take time for me. Not because I was selfish or because people were telling me to, it was because I knew that I was worth it. When I think back to the things that I enjoyed prior to having kids, my husband and I are competitive people. (laughs) I played both college basketball and volleyball. Sports have been a huge portion of both my husband's and my life. But once kids came, we couldn't run to the nearest bigger town for league three times a week. We couldn't participate in golf all the time or in all of the fantasy leagues that he once did. And so we kind of slowly started to lose who we were as people, the things that we enjoyed. And once we realized that we needed to actually sit down and identify who we were now that we had these new roles and the things that we actually enjoyed, we became a lot, lot happier together on our own and as a family. For a really long time, my husband and I convinced ourselves that we didn't need to do those things anymore because we were happy just being at home and being a family and doing things together. But in the end, we just were really struggling with not knowing who we were anymore. Yeah, we were a mom and a dad and I was a teacher and he was a farmer, but that wasn't who we were. We had to really dive deep into the characteristics that we held as people, which then allowed us to reevaluate what our interests were, find things that we enjoyed doing again, and doing it in a respectful way that wasn't ignoring our other duties and roles, such as being a teacher and a mom. I think that there's this misconception that if you are taking time for yourself, that you're neglecting all the other things on your plate. But that's just not the case. If you are not having downtime, then you are eventually going to end up burned out either as a teacher or as a mom or as a wife. Whatever the role is that you're playing, you're much more likely to be burned out if you aren't taking time for yourself. This is something that most of the teachers that I work with really struggle with. And so it's led me to creating a Discovering Yourself and Your Priorities workbook page. Um, I'll link it in the show notes, but it really can help you identify who you are, who you want to be, 
and then set your priorities based on that. If your family and your friends are high up on your priorities list, then we need to figure out how to allow that to be a bigger portion of your life than your must-do list. Your must-dos and your have-to-dos should not be so overwhelming that you don't have time for the things that you love and you enjoy. I'm sure that you guys have all heard of faking it until you make it, and that's exactly what I had to do when I started this journey. I wasn't convinced that I actually deserved to have time to myself, but the better I got to know myself, the more my thoughts and mindset shifted. Things get really deep when you embark on the journey to figure out who you are. It's scary, don't get me wrong, but it's 100% worth it. Positivity breeds positivity and so does growth mindset. We need to be as kind to ourselves as we are to others. I challenge you to figure out who you are, what characteristics you could use to describe yourself, and then who you want to be. See if you can come up with some actionable, easy to implement changes that can help you get there as quickly as you possibly can. Don't put it off because I've been there too. I've decided that, oh, I don't have time for this right now, but that's a good idea. I'll do it later. And before you know it, a year's gone by and you're still feeling stuck. So take this as your warning to get out, make some positive changes. And even if you don't believe that you're worth it yet, I'm going to be here to keep reminding you that you are amazing and you deserve to take care of yourself. Thank you for being here with me today. Don't forget to subscribe so that you do not miss an episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. And just in case you didn't know, there's a community that has been created just for you. It's centered around the Teacher Haven episodes and is designed to help you take action and implement all the goodness. I want you to be a part of it, so head on over to marissarader.com slash Facebook group. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you would like to learn more about me and how I can help you ditch the overwhelm, how you can implement all these things and more into your teacher life to make it simpler, happier, and more balanced, head to marissarader.com. There's free downloads, programs, and courses to help you live your best life. I'm always cheering you on. See you next time.